0: Ah damn it, this is right on time. I gotta listen to this and I gotta show up and I gotta do this presentation. Your brain is literally designed to keep you safe. Like that's what your brain is made to do. So every time you go to do something new or to do something that you perceive as scary, your brain is gonna try to stop you and shut you down. Hey ladies. So today I wanted to dig in to the topic of failing and failure in general and this is my new mantra failure doesn't exist so think about it like this if you have something you really really want to do and you don't do it because you're scared to fail well aren't you failing by not doing it like that's what I kept telling myself when I was starting the podcast I was like Oh, you know, of course, all the shit's going through my head, all the imposter syndrome, which (laughs) you'll hear that one come up a lot, but all the things. And then I just one day something just snapped at me and I just said, you know what? Fuck this. If I don't do this podcast, that's failing. That regret is way worse than launching a podcast. That's a dud. Because guess what? I get something out of the podcast. It inspires me. It helps me work through my bullshit. It helps me become a better person. It gives me a venue to share everything I'm learning. It's basically audio journaling for me. Like, it's amazing. So how could I fail? And I know from fact that I'm inspiring at least one other person. So it's not a failure. And it can't exist. It doesn't exist. So I'm just going to go with that. And that's my new mantra for now. And I'm going to live by it. How I know that this isn't a failure and how I know that nothing you do is failure when you're following your dreams and your passions. So it was a lot of mental work to launch a podcast way more than the actual work of launching a podcast. And I'm really starting to find out and think that anything in life is like that, right? You get so worked up in your head about, what it is that you don't wanna do and how you don't know how to do it, that you will exhaust yourself more worrying about it than if you just actually do it. So it's like once I actually like just committed and made myself accountable and told my accountability partner, my husband and everybody that I was gonna do this, like I just started showing up, I just started learning every day. And I'd like to say you can learn anything off the internet, which is amazing. (laughs) Like every time I hit a little roadblock, And it happens every day like, oh, this isn't working or that's not working. You can Google almost anything. So my point is you can't fail at anything that you put some real heart and effort into because you want to do it. So there is no failing because it's passion for you and it's something that speaks to you. How could you fail at anything that really truly speaks to you? Like, that doesn't even make sense. So flip that story around on yourself about how you're going to fail at something and tell yourself that failing only comes from not showing up and not trying, which is why I sit here today and tell you that failure doesn't exist. But I was thinking back to opportunity I had at work where they had asked me to speak at a trade show and do some TV and radio interviews. And literally the first thing I said was, no, I'm not going to do that. Like I literally told my boss, no, told the agency. No, like, no, mm -mm. (laughs) you need to find someone else. I even sat in a meeting later that day and ideated on who else would, could do it better or be a better fit for it than me. And then that night I went home and I was reading something on social media and I can't remember what it says now because this is about like a year ago. But it was basically saying that there's just no such thing as failing. It's just in your head. And if you don't show up and you don't do the thing, that that's failing, not doing something and not being good at it. So I was like, ah, damn it. This is right on time. I got to listen to this and I got to show up and I got to do this presentation, even though I feel like I don't want to. Like, this is literally what I need to do. It's the next thing. So I go into work and I tell my boss, okay, I'm going to do it and I can't promise you that it's going to be perfect, but I'm going to do it. And she was like, that's all I'm asking you to do is show up. She was like, I'm glad that, <laughs> you know, you showed up. I was waiting for this. I knew you weren't going to let this pass by because I know who you are. And I was like, okay, so, you know, I prep for it. It goes fine. Is it the best thing I've ever done or the best presentation I've ever done? Mm, no, but I did it. It wasn't terrible either, but I did it and I get to do it again this year. And the point is that I did it, I learned from it, and I grew from it. So how could anything in that experience be considered failure? It's not, right? So really, really dig deep and think about that when you start to think about the things that you want to do and the stories that you tell yourself about doing them and how you feel about them related to failure. It's like, if I told you failure doesn't exist, what would you do today? And I was thinking about this and this theme has just been like rattling in my head all week. And I just had this aha moment when I was driving earlier is I have this chalkboard in my kitchen like five years ago when I really started my journey that I had wrote like this one quote, or I don't even truly don't even know where I got this from because it's been so long, but I wrote it on a chalkboard and hung it up in the kitchen. Unfortunately, like much things in life, It became part of the scenery, so I don't notice it every day. But I thought it was funny that it rose up in the car today when I was driving. But on the chalkboard in my kitchen, it simply says, don't believe everything you think. And I thought, oh, shit, that is so real. I wrote that five years ago, and it still applies today. Like, literally, don't believe everything you think, because it's not true. And it's real weird, and it's real powerful, though, is because you think to yourself, What's my own brain that's thinking this? So how can I not believe everything that I think? But the biggest thing I'm learning in this self-development journey is it's about becoming aware of yourself and your thoughts and not being your thoughts, but being aware of your thoughts. And I think the reason this popped out for me today was I had been watching this video on Mel Robbins. which I'm going to hear a lot about her because I just fell in love with her. I can't believe I didn't know about her sooner. I do follow her on Instagram and I have been following her probably like the last six months or so, but I was watching this video that she did a couple years ago and just about that whole idea about your brain and how your brain controls all these things and how your brain literally self-sabotages you to do things. And she said your brain is literally designed to keep you safe. Like that's what your brain is made to do. So every time you go to do something new or to do something that you perceive as scary, your brain is gonna go into overtime mode to try to stop you and shut you down. And the example she gave was hesitating. And every time you hesitate, it gives your brain the signal that there's danger, right? So like, oh, there's a grizzly bear in front of me, I'm gonna hesitate. Is something like that, and the brain works like this. She said, "Oh, you put on those cool ass shoes this morning. You didn't hesitate. You put on that T-shirt that represents your personality, and you didn't hesitate. But you're about to get on and record this podcast, and oh shit, she's hesitating. Like, oh, what's wrong? What is she doing? Oh my god, start shutting down. Start like literally. I think I was talking on one of the other shows when I was saying like I literally started developing a stutter, and." I was like, what's wrong with you? You don't stutter. You've never stuttered. Why do you have a stutter now that you're sitting in front of a microphone and all you want to do is talk and share these stories? Like, why do you feel like it's so hard to show up and to share these stories? But that's literally my brain telling my body, like, don't do it. Don't do it. It's scary. It's causing her fear. So don't do it. Don't let her do it. But the one thing that I've learned is that you got to honor that fear. You got to honor that. And you just got to say, okay, thanks. I know you're trying to keep me safe, but this is literally evolution happening right now. And I'm going to push you aside. You go somewhere. I'm going to show up and I'm going to do the things that I need to do. And I'm watching this show and she's talking like that. And I'm like, yes, I got that sign hanging up in my kitchen. It's so true. And she goes a little bit further into her five second rule, which if you do know her, you know, that's essentially kind of like what she's famous for and what she used to get out of her own shit. And she said, that's how long it takes you to talk yourself out of doing something you really want to do. And she said, everything that you do every day is based on these little teeny micro decisions that can happen in five seconds or less. So if there's something scary that you want to do and you really want to do it, give yourself five seconds to do it. And if you don't do it within those five seconds, then wrap it up for that day because you're probably not going to do it. And she was just saying, like, think about that and think about those micro decisions and those micro decisions pile up and they get you to where you are today. And I was thinking about that. I was thinking about this whole journey, um, not just the five years, but I would guess probably in like the last six months on starting this podcast. So, but I know it's funny that like I'm on a podcast and all I do is talk about starting the podcast. But for me, that was such a real thing and such a big part of becoming who I am and really tapping into my passions. And when I really kind of identified the things that really set my soul on fire, which was connecting with people and helping people see things for what they are and see the things that, that, that they are good at and themselves and start to identify that. But I was like, you know, I made a micro decision one night to send an email to somebody because of this overwhelming feeling to do it. And then that email alone, just one single email led to this whole relationship and this whole community that I have now that I've discovered through my coaching program. But it's like, if I would have never sent that email that night and like kind of identified my feelings, and this is how I know the power of journaling, Right. So I had never really journaled, but I had this overwhelming feeling to send this email. So I went upstairs by myself. I sent this email and I'm typing and I'm typing and I'm typing. And as I'm typing, like all this stuff is coming. I don't even know who the fuck I was when I was writing this email. All this stuff is coming out that had been holding back on. And I was like, holy shit. And that's what happens every single time I sit down and journal. But I was like, wow, if I would have never made that micro decision and then followed all those breadcrumbs that kept coming from that one micro decision, I wouldn't be here today recording the podcast. And I was like, there's so much power in that. And I started piecing all this together. And I was like, you literally can't fail at something you want to do because it's just a concept that someone made up. It doesn't mean you're failing. Like what's failing actually mean? It's in your head. It's a story you tell yourself. And I was like, aha, that's another one of those. Don't believe the fucking things you think. Because if I think I'm going to fail and I set this bar of something and I don't hit it, then I failed, but didn't I still do it? So doesn't that count for anything? Yes, it does. So I want everyone to start thinking about that. Like start shifting the way you think about failing and look at it as, as long as I'm trying, I'm not failing. You should only be worried about regret, not failing. Make sure that you've created this life and that you're going after all the things that you really want to go after so that regret is what you're worried about and not failure because failure doesn't exist. So think about that. Break out those journals. You knew we weren't going to get through an episode without me saying that. Break out those journals or those planners and write down some micro actions, some micro decisions that you are going to make this week in the vein that failure doesn't exist.